Julie. Hey, Julie, Julie. Oh my gosh, what a sight for sore eyes. Well, exactly. She's there. She's uh, Julie. We got a Julie appearance last night. Incredible. And, it was not, and not only a Julie, just any old appearance. I think it was a Julie appearance for the record books. Totally. It was probably the best. We had quite a finale last night. It was. Oh yeah. It was a surprisingly compelling. Um, hour of internet television and mm. we got some like fire julie last night it was great oh, well i mean first things first julie chen hot or not you know i'm going hot oh my god julie uh taking in a look of julie last night in a sleeveless chic black i want to say uh, satin poly mixed dress was like being in the desert and seeing a coconut LaCroix fountain. Whoa. You are just parched and she is giving you a drink. I'm more of a Pamplemousse LaCroix fan. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. really like coconut anything, but that's that's my problem to deal with. Julie was bubbly crisp sparkling delicious yes it was she was incredible it was fantastic um, it was just i was so happy for her to be there she was just like a, a, a consummate professional it was so nice to see her after we sort of slagged on how bad everyone else was at hosting the comps it was so nice to see her host the show ask questions very expertly guide people like i don't know if you noticed but at at one point she was like okay i need you on my left you on my right (laughs) like she is just the best a real professional not like jeff schroeder who couldn't (laughs) host his way out of a peanut butter (laughs) bottle of peanut butter i don't know what that i don't know but whatever jeff schroeder I'd rather have Jose host something than Jeff Schroeder. <laughs> I just think Jeff, like, Julie covers well for the fact that she clearly, like, does not watch the show at all. I feel like Jeff does. He was on the show, and I don't think he watched his episode, yeah. you know? And I just don't think he's as good as co- at covering it. Yeah, I would do. I think it'd be fun to have a bigger personality doing those after-the-show um, interviews, but... I Whatever. guess you gotta have someone who's sort of uh, diplomatic. Uh, milk toast. Yeah, exactly. Milk toast. <laughs> Anyways, so we had quite a finale last night. It opens. With no audio. <laughs> that is what you call a pregnant mother, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. First time we see Julie. In months, and yes. you just her mouth is moving and nothing's coming out, and it was funny, and uh, it was so great. so over the top, very over the top, over the top mute, and uh, <laughs> we're, we get about eighteen solid minutes of uh, season recap, which I I could have done something else for. Glad Fine. I missed that. Yeah, cool. And then Julie comes out. You know, we're at the finale. Let's bring back all the evicted house guests. We get to see all the same faces. Cornbread. Fuck Mm. y'all. Neely. Who? She's 28. (laughs) 
Um, but there's two. There's one addition and one subtraction from. Okay. What's going on? Scott has grown a beard and has a vest now. Gorgeous. Shane cut his man bun. This was a strong move on Shane's part. I mean, it was a bad move in that I don't think anyone recognized him. I, yeah. Like, after when um, Jeff was going to, I mean, this is also an example of Jeff not being great, but in the backyard interviews, he was like, who's this guy? <laughs> oh, Shane, I thought you were a producer. <laughs> like, he didn't realize who Shane was. I mean, I get, I get Shane's thought process. You want to debut a new look that that's dramatic right. on a night like the finale for totally sure. people be like oh man maybe he can play a waiter on the bold and the beautiful <laughs> may but, i take your ordeal yes the problem is you can only like it only is dramatic if you were a memorable character with a memorable look for longer on the show than shane was the only thing memorable about him was that he had a man bun. Exactly. So he sort of cut off his, like, his, um, what's that Greek mythology thing? You know, like the sword. Um, I don't know. I don't know. He, 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 he cut off his one claim to fame. He's narcissist staring into the, into the pond and drowning or something like that. Yeah. I think he looked better with the new haircut. Oh, but, totally. But that was the one thing, that was the one recognizable thing he had going for him. He, yeah, that was the only <laughs> thing he had going for him. That was the only way right. to know who he was. Both can be right. He looks great. He looks great. The, the haircut looks phenomenal. But yeah, it, it, it was a, an interesting move that I think failed a little bit. Yeah, but you know. I wonder if good Dan- for him for experimenting with a new look. You know, I wonder if that was Danielle asked him to do that. I wouldn't be surprised if she was like, "Listen, if we're really going to make this work, let me help you with your look." I can't have the <laughs> longest hair in this relationship. I can't have the shortest no. hair in this relationship. All right. So next, exactly. uh, we have a segment where Julie has to explain in very simple words that Morgan and Alex are actually sisters. Right. Okay, everyone. I missed this. How, what, were, what would people say? Well, everyone who has been evicted figured it out, obviously, because they, you know. And basically, Julie was just like, Chrissy, they are sisters. Here's a picture of them from like five years ago. Oh, Do you believe it now, this. Chrissy? And Chrissy's like, well, she was lying to me the whole time. So I couldn't believe anything that came out of her mouth. Whatever, Chrissy, fucking loser. God. <laughs> and then, oh, and then there's a question about the other, not really a twist, but the other thing that people hid from the other cast was that Shelby Neely's was, age. Oh, I wish. <laughs> That's for Neely over. Neely produces her birth certificate. <laughs> uh, okay. She was born ahead. in Kenya. Yeah. That was an Obama joke. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so then after that, there's a, there's a, you know, hey, um, whoever, hey, Justin, hey, whoever, did you feel, uh, were you surprised that Shelby, oh, no, it was to Whitney. Whitney, were you surprised that Shelby was actually a law student and not a waitress? And Whitney's like, I was 
so taken back. I was so surprised. <laughs> I just sound like that, that's the creepy guy on Family Guy. Any, yeah, anyways, too. so there's this whole sequence where we're talking about how Sh- Shelby's not a dumb old waitress. She's actually a smart old law student. Until Julie catches that one of the final three is a waitress. <laughs> so, so then Julie goes, after this question, she's like, that's not to say that the fine waiters and waitresses of America aren't smart. There are many smart, brilliant waiters and waitresses, and, and like they're a, a, a valued profession. It was so weird. It was Please like she don't was running. Spit for, on my sushi at Nobu. It was like she words. was. Yeah, exactly. It was like she was running for president in Pennsylvania, and she's like, "I'm going to bring all the coal mines back." But yeah, about waiters, it was it was weird. But Kirsty got it. She's like, "I know you're calling me dumb." And <laughs> well, here's the thing, like that. I know, and I didn't see this segment, but like this does sort of bring up something that like Chris, Chrissy was harping on for so long about Shelby. I mean, Shelby really burned that side of the house. She got under their skin so much. Nothing she she couldn't do anything right. Everything she did, they hated her for. They hated her when they thought she was dumb. Now they hate her because they know she's smart. Like, but Chrissy kept bringing up the fact, like. Oh, Shelby, like, a- acting like being a waitress is so, like, only idiots are waiters, blah, blah, blah. Shelby never insinuated that because she was a waitress, she was stupid. They all made that connection on their own. She just happened to have been a waitress, so she used that as her cover so she'd have, like, real-life experiences. Yeah. To draw from when covering the fact that she's actually a law student. Much like Neely was- said that she was 28 because she was 28 <laughs> at a time in her life. <laughs> exactly. It was. T- it's totally Chrissy and the other side of the house's projections, as usual, on to why, oh, <laughs> Shelby thinks all waiters are dumb. No, you think that everyone thinks all waiters are dumb. <laughs> and so you're projecting on her, your insecurities... I'm so glad you lost, you losers. Amazing. Uh, great. That, that No better <laughs> ending to that okay. segment. So then we get this live uh, diary room montage of just like wacky old clips from that. the DR. Lots of clips of Alex being like, yo, I'm not into Scott for <laughs> obvious reasons. <laughs> I know. It's funny that that's what they chose for her sort of narrative. It was kind of mean to Scott, like, to to see those. Like, I would hurt his... I'm feel, not surprised. Like, he knows. But also, like, for... To show someone else's... Who he's obsten- ostensibly friends with outside of the mm-hmm. house. There was, like, a Snapchat of Shelby, Alex, and Scott hanging out, like, in the hotel or whatever before, before the finale... Of her, right. her just bad mouthing him, that's not cool. <laughs> I mean, I I see why CBS would loved this narrative though, because what's better than a nerd who virgin who is in with all the hot girls? Yeah, thinks he has a shot, and then the hot girl kind of being like, maybe let's just be friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is classic. That is. Revenge of the Nerds, that is 80s. That is Zoinks. 
That is the best. But then, but then at the end of the season, they reveal there's a new house guest, and she's like also like a nerdy little girl, just right, like the right, female right, right. version of Way of uh, Garth Algar from the end of yes. Wayne's World Two. Yeah. Yes. That's when they bring Scott back for the summer season, which oh, I'm yeah. very excited for. <laughs> <laughs> Baby and, 19. And then there was just a weird thing that I want to mention. Uh, there's a part where they're showing everybody crying. It's an emotional experience yeah. being in a house. And Shane, there, there's a clip of Shane being like, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm so emotional. When I lost my virginity and then broke up with the girl, I never got this emotional. What? <laughs> that was so weird. What did you do to someone? That was so- what happened in that the was- past? <laughs> I feel like he just wanted to like make clear that he was not a virgin. <laughs> we know. We saw you fuck Danielle on fucking live internet. <laughs> that was so, so strange. So strange. But... Shane's an odd duck, so he he's is. Odd, an odd duck in the most boring way possible. But like, he's definitely weird. He's the yeah. weirdest roofer I know. Yeah, I don't know many, but definitely <laughs> of the one, the weirdest. <laughs> like, if I were to meet another <laughs> roofer, I would assume that they're probably not that weird. Yeah, probably just like I, I have a family, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just love my family and I love roofs. <laughs> love making sure everyone has a roof over their head. I hate rain. Yeah, okay. <laughs> rain is the roofer's natural enemy. Um, I love the um, DR segment because I also like the narrative that it portrayed for everyone. Uh, Morgan being able to vent in the diary room about how disgusting everyone on the other side of the house was was beautiful. Yeah. Um. I don't remember Chrissy even having a set, uh, anything in it, so that's or Neely. I did Neely have a part in the DR segment? Yeah, she was like, "Hey, uh, Pokemon, huh? I'm 28." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like she was barely in it. Shane had one really weird little bit. Was yeah, Danielle was in it. I'm Scott sure. was obsessed with Alex. Alex was not into it. Justin sang. Shelby was sad there weren't any puppies. Harry Potter or hot guys. I mean, I one thought of the it was best, a great. Yeah. It was great. It was indicative and of then the season. The moment of BB history afterwards, because it's online, they're 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 showing all the curse words. And Julie goes, mm-hmm. Wow, you all have some pretty you all have some potty mouths or something like that, but we're able to show it because that's online. We get to show everything online. We don't have to bleep it out. And then she goes, Shit. <laughs> Like she's on the wire. Yeah, I was going to say, the way she said it, it's not like, usually shit is spelled S-H-I-T. And the way she said it was S-H-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
She's no on way. CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting <laughs> System. She's making omelets on the view with, Fucking you know, Mario for a special. Yeah, exactly. And not the view, sorry, the talk, yes. Sorry. Uh, so Nair, was, the two shall meet. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cathartic yeah. in a way to see Julie really let loose with that. Yeah, I loved bomb. it. It was great. Like, Has Julie ever been hotter than in that gorgeous black dress, her hair perfect, makeup, literally her highlighter was out of control gorgeous. And to watch her, honestly, it was like she was a different breed of human standing next to the rest of the house guests. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. she was just so perfect. I feel like she's in Captain... Maybe that's why she hasn't been doing... Um, uh, actual live Big Brother over the top things is they've been retooling her, recharging her. She's been back at Westworld getting a makeover and now she's back stronger than ever. Holding a knife to some poor guy's throat boost yeah. me on everything. Emotion, <laughs> yeah. intelligence, whatever. Yeah. Bring me up to fucking 100 on all the, all the attributes. And I love it. Yeah. I loved it. So Julie was, I mean, Julie was the true star of last night. Yeah. But uh, after she swore, now we get into the real meat of the episode. We have some, yeah, but we have some questions for people still. And there, there's one quote. I don't even remember the, oh, oh there was, a, there was a, a little montage of Justin dancing. And oh. they're like, yo, j- uh, singing and dancing or whatever. And they're like, Justin is this who you are or were you putting on a show for the cameras to make America love you? And he's like, mm. oh, that's just me, baby. And then he says this, that's just me 24-7, 8180, 5150. <laughs> what were those last two? 8180, 5150. Um, I don't know. Are those like the or New Orleans area codes? I don't know. I don't know. But like 51 out of 50, like 24 hours and seven days. I understand that. <laughs> Maybe you add a 365 to that. 365, 365 days. 8180, 5150. What? <laughs> Illuminate us, Justin, or listeners. That's just a question. Yeah. It stood out to me. It's a question I have. I don't know the answer to it. Please, if anyone listening knows the answers, we are on Twitter at HeyJulieBigB. <laughs> Please let us know. Yeah. Okay. Um, Shane and Danielle announced their official GFBF, probably because of the haircut. Yes. um, It was contingent upon that haircut. And good for Danielle for getting what she wants. And then we have actually what I think is one of the more interesting parts. Julie conducts an unofficial vote as if this were a real season of Big Brother. Oh, I didn't see this. What would the jury vote be? So, well, it's fucking bullshit. Because there's an even amount there was an even amount of people. Chrissy had not been evicted yet, so there's only oh, okay. ten people in. There's only ten people there. Who uh-huh. would vote for Jason? Four hands go up: Neely, Whitney, Shane, and Danielle. Who would vote for Whitney. Morgan? Who would vote for Chrissy? Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Who would vote for Morgan? Cornbread, Alex, Scott, Shelby, and Monty. And then Julie's like, only nine hands went up. What's going on? And of course, Justin's like, yo, baby, I'm confused. What's going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> and, and 
Julie's like, who would you vote for? And he's like, I'd vote for all three of them, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't know. I mean, I would assume he would vote for, I would assume he would vote for Jason. So it would be a tie. Or maybe he's so weird he would vote for Chrissy and Morgan would still win. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He he really was a wild card to the end. Yeah, so a little bit illuminating as to how this would have played out as if it were a regular season of Big Brother, but, um, you know. That's- but that's not the world we live in. It's not a regular season of Big Brother. This is Big Brother over the top. Over the top, baby! So, guess what? America was the jury. And we've had a lot of mixed feelings about that. But now that it went my way, I love it. And I think it should happen for every season. <laughs> it was the best. Oh, it was the best. Well, let's get... How about this for maybe just okay. like an, an idea for future se- regular seasons? The jury is an even amount of people and America gets one vote. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's perfect. That's just enough. Yeah. Just enough. Yeah. Bring it to eight on the jury and one vote or not. I don't care. I hope they do change it. Cause especially because you can't go up from here. You There's can't. only going to be disappointment after this. <laughs> so Julie reveals that it's been a, a crazy two days. Jason and Morgan have been splitting the lead at many points. And Morgan. Wait, we didn't, oh, we didn't uh, even talk about, um, Chrissy came in third. Obviously. <laughs> and she had a very, I saw this and I was like, all right, uh, where's the fast forward button? It was such a long interview with Julie Chen that was basically, I thought that Julie knew that Chrissy was full of shit and kept trying to be like, Chrissy, you were very bad at this game. Yeah. Why don't you admit it? Chrissy, yeah, this is really weird. Chrissy was saying throughout the night, like on air, please. Uh, her final plea in her interview, I threw all the comps. I just wouldn't admit to it because I felt so embarrassed about about it. No, like that's that's your strategy. Own up to it. She didn't throw the comps. She's bad at everything. She's bad at everything, and she should be embarrassed. She should and be very embarrassed. If they had a waitressing comp, Shelby would win. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad she was at all of these comps. I mean, no, that's not fair. Actually, she really impressed me on the on the uh, balancing one that Morgan, the HOH that Morgan won, and um, the last, the like on your knees veto, find the corn. She did pretty well, but other than that, yeah, she was not hot at comps. On your knees, find the corn. (laughs) What? On your knees, baby, find the corn. That's what it was called. And Jason won it. He won. He was very good at it. Oh. Um, <laughs> what drove me wild was how Chrissy kept saying, I knew it was never going to be out comps to me. For me, it's all about my social game. What? Burping all the time? Farting <laughs> all the time? That's my social game. I mean... <laughs> Even even in this last week, like I didn't really watch that much. I would occasionally check in to make sure that Morgan was like alive and doing well. But like, m- like Morgan was a saint to put up 
with Chrissy's constant blathering and occasional like digs that Chrissy just had to throw at Morgan. Morgan's such a nice, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Morgan, Morgan is such a nice person. Morgan spent, I checked in on the feeds too. Morgan spent the entire week like bonding with, or attempting to bond with Chrissy. Just like that's about. called social game. Yeah. I mean, after the game was essentially over, but like just cause Chrissy like was like, being nice to Morgan after the game was essentially over doesn't mean you have a good social game. Yeah, but like, but she, I, I think she genuinely thinks her social game that was such a big hit was her being nice to her alliance members, like Jason. Like, give me a fucking break, okay? Yeah, give me a Kit like, Kat. Yeah, the one time you actually had to reach out to the other side of the house was the Jambalaya Squad incident and mm-hmm. literally as they're like jambalaya squad go she's like i fucking hate my life this is stupid <laughs> i hate them i don't trust them morgan says she's sisters with alex what a fucking liar and she's saying this basically in the room with morgan and shelby still <laughs> like she couldn't have been less enthused like pretend pretend <laughs> to be in this alliance and like Hours later, she's like, yo, this alliance is dumb. She's already telling Jason about it. It's like, you're, you're fucking She was so, she actively was like, people would have, say game talk was a road, okay? <laughs> Chrissy was potholes. She just didn't want there to be any game talk. Like, remember when she, when, um, I feel like Scott, it was like there was some issue with Scott and it was had to do with game. And she was like, this isn't, a, that's not game. That's not what Big Brother is. Maybe it was when Shane got evicted and he was like, it's just a game. It's fine. She was like, this isn't game. This is real life. <laughs> it was, she just had a very basic non-understanding of what she was doing on Big Brother. She didn't know what was going on. There's a quote. From one of my favorite holiday movies, Scrooged. <laughs> Where the ghost of Christmas past tells Frank, played by Bill Murray, Frank, you don't know who you are, you don't know what you want, and you don't know what's going on. And that's what I would say to Chrissy. Great. I, I couldn't agree more. I have nothing to add. All right. So Chrissy's third place, good riddance. Now it's time. Now this was what we've all been waiting for. The vote has been jumping back and forth. And this is... Julie says this is the closest margin in BB history. But, like, compared to what? Like, when is there a <laughs> vote about... Uh, audience vote about... Right. BB won. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. And she goes, the margin was less than 20,000 people. But since everybody has a vote, that's less than 1,000 people. So that's actually really well, Everyone close. has 40 Every, votes. Everyone has 20. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. Oh, that's true. Everyone has 40 votes. Wow. So it might have even been less than fourth. It was 20,000? Yeah. She said wow, the margin yeah. was less than was less than 20K votes. And yeah. So votes. if everyone has 40 votes, mm-hmm. then that's, that's like, not that's, a lot of that's people. That's not a lot of people. That's, I would, I would think that's 500 people. That is a lot of. People yeah, it's 500, by my math. That were burned by Jason's vile sayings yeah. and 
refuse to put up with it anymore. I mean, it's possible that those 500 people, I was going to say voted for Chrissy, but no, it was between Morgan and Jason. So. Well, maybe <laughs> they did. Maybe they did vote third party. I don't know. I don't think they did. I think I would love to see how many votes Chrissy got for real. I mean, do you think, I mean, it was always between Jason and Morgan. Chrissy was never yeah. going to win. But do you think, like, late night jamboree people kind of split the vote with Chrissy? Like, some people who are like, I was just a fan of this side of the house. I want to give Chrissy some. Or I want to give 20 of my votes to Chrissy and 20 to Jason. I don't think so. She must have gotten some votes. I think she got some votes from, like, her family. Yeah, okay. So she has, <laughs> she had 120 votes. <laughs> yeah, I just don't see. I mean, the whole reason people liked the late night jamboree was because of Jason and Danielle, and Justin. I think had a spring, a smattering of fans, but I don't think I don't think Neely or Chrissy or Shane had any kind of fan following whatsoever. And if they did, it was just because they were hanging out. It was a sort of afterglow effect of hanging out with the people who had rabid fan bases, which were Danielle and Jason. Yeah. So no, I don't think, I don't think she was a threat. I think she was the best goat of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> but anyone would have been stupid to not bring. Um, I, I'll tell you guys what, yesterday I knew that it was the finale and I knew I'd get back probably around in time to hear the results. I was not hopeful. I was sitting in the restaurant eating my cacao y pepe and I was- what? <laughs> and I was what is that? Thinking, I want to dig into this. It's a pasta. It's oh, okay. a classic pasta dish. You said it like Delicious. it was a South American <laughs> delicacy. I, that's my Italian accent. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's a pepe. Okay. <laughs> but so I thought, honestly, that Morgan was going to for sure get second place. But I just, from what I saw online, and the failure to get Chrissy nominated, the fact that Morgan was nominated for America's nominee over Chrissy, I was, like, not holding on to a lot of hope. And I was fine with that. Also, we might have been burned in the recent past on another vote between a misogynistic man and a woman who's very qualified. Yes. I don't know. Not a lot of faith in elections, really. (laughs) Exactly. We're a long way from Kelly Clarkson versus Justin Guarini, folks. Oh, we sure are. (laughs) But last night made some progress. But so I thought that it was going to be a not a blowout, but I thought Morgan would probably get like 40% to Jason 60. You know, like I thought he was for sure going to win. Yeah. So I raced back to my apartment under duress because Brett was texting me. It was going to happen soon. I raced up to my apartment, threw off my new gorgeous leopard coat on sale Black Friday from Zara. And, <laughs> and online or did you go into the store online of course okay, yeah. I, I, my le- my coat was le- was an animal print I am not an animal I would oh. never do Black Friday in store so Brett's texting me do you want me to tell you and you said you texted me in a way where I thought of course Jason won because it was like not an excited text I didn't want to give anything away yeah I know which was good I'm glad you didn't because Nothing could prepare me for the wave of joy I felt. Yeah. I wanted you to experience that. And I'm so glad. 
Yeah. I, I, I rewound. I think I missed it by like five minutes. You did. Yes. Yeah. You barely did. Even that. Yeah. And I saw it. And I think I was happier than Morgan, honestly. (laughs) You know what? Morgan finally gets to open that hotel in historic (laughs) Austin. But do you want to know the best thing about this all? What? Is that you, Danielle, was right the whole season. You picked Morgan at the beginning of the season. Episode one. You picked Morgan during BB-18. Christ. Uh, (laughs) Listen, guys, if there's anything I can tell you, if there's anything to learn going forward from this, yes, of course, it's that good perseveres over evil um basement creature trolls deserve to go back to the basement but more importantly never underestimate a little sister oh they're very good as a little sister i'm telling you don't count us out i i won't i won't ever again (laughs) thank you oh and she looks gorgeous in that red dress with that red lip absolutely stunning Chrissy looked great, too. Morgan did her makeup. Yeah. Uh, Jason looked like a perfect second place uh, prize winner. And it was just a great night. It and, was. I mean, what was... I saw that you tweeted, I'm with her. What was your reaction watching it? Because I, I was stoked. And I, I mean, I was two glasses of Prosecco deep, so I won't... I'm not ashamed to admit, a tear came to my eye. I was stoked. I, I was sitting here where I'm sitting right now watching my laptop and I was just on the edge of my seat. Julie had it go- Julie had the the drama of it going and I was like, "Oh, this is great." You know? So I was very happy. It was perfect. And It was great. America's involvement in any future seasons of Big Brother over the top now needs to end. Yes. <laughs> this is the way to end it. I mean, I have to admit, my, that thought kind of crossed my mind in that in that maybe for future seasons, the brass at CBS at Big Brother don't want people to have the um, the ammo of saying, well, you can't put a vet in because they have too much of an advantage. They want to be able to do that in the future. So they were like, well, we won't let the vet win. Yeah, oh. I thought about that. Do you think there will be another season of BBOTT? BBOT2. I think so. Okay, we'll see. We'll see in nine months or something like that. It was weird. I mean, it's such a weird... It's hard to not do it in the summer because it feels sad for them to be in there on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It just feels sad. And like, like, we've had had some rain in LA and it's like, it's pouring out and it's like, they're stuck in this fucking house. It's like, oh God. Yeah. I mean, it's the holiday season. They should be with their loved ones. I'll be honest. I know I am an amateur Big Brother uh, commentator. I am a, mm. I'm a personality. I'm a. I, We're I'm young disgusting. and scrappy. This podcast is young and scrappy. I didn't watch much of BBOTT. I watched the recaps. Mm. I had a hard time watching it because honestly, it was really boring. <laughs> like watching the comps, even though I know who wins the comps. Going into you know when when it's on the regular show, you, I generally know who's on the comps because I'm on Jokers and I'm watching the BB Reddit and stuff. But like when they're cut into seven minutes, it's a lot more entertaining than watching them like fucking roll a bowling ball for three hours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 
Yeah, I mean, it makes it dilutes the the live feed because then I never really know when to watch. Should I be watching? Because I only have so many hours in the day. I can't right. watch the I can't watch the the competitions and when they're having the fight at you know two in the morning. I I can't watch both. I just don't have enough yeah. time. No. So on the regular show, if they save the competitions for the TV show, then I have more time to watch the the drama, the full version of the scenes that they might show on TV, the fights, the little moments that uh, are, are what the live feeds are there for. Yeah. Now, the, li- the live feeds on OTT were confusing because it was the comp- the competitions and the, li- and the DRs and stuff was just diluting it as well. So, I don't know. Yeah, um, and the well, the scheduling itself for the actual events was very punishing for East Coasters, I would say. Very and for, punishing, and for yeah, like I don't know, very for, late at night. It's yeah, it was like 10 p.m., but also like at 7 p.m. I'm not, I don't know. Also, yeah, I just they don't couldn't wanna, find a good medium. I know it's on demand. The, the feeds are on demand. I could hop to 7 p.m. on whatever day to watch the thing. I'm just not gonna i mean i'm not home i'm not like rushing to be home at 7 p.m to watch yeah. a fucking safety ceremony to watch monty <laughs> push buttons on a fucking wall right the best day was mondays mondays had america's nominee which was always very exciting yeah and then the veto and the veto oh. competition which was the most important thing this season so mondays i could watch i watched a lot yeah, um same yeah i agree listen yeah, I think they'll do it again with some tweaks. Yeah. And I will watch. I didn't mind. I liked, I mean, I got so, obs- maybe it's because I'm so fresh on the live feeds because I only just got them for 18. Yeah. So I was still so into it. Um, but I felt like I watched a good amount and I saw a good amount of, it helps that the cast was very compelling and the fact that they hated each other was so compelling. Yeah, definitely. Good cast this year, I Great think. Cast. Cornbread. Great cast. Dud. Dud. I mean, there's always duds. Yeah. But even in their dudness, they served the greater good of the show. So, um, there's one other thing that is BB related that happened last night. Um, BB 18 related. Natalie tweeted out that she's a (laughs) Trump supporter and also a feminist. She's like, yay feminists, go Trump. No. Yeah, so the internet is done with Natalie. No. Any sort she, of goodwill she had, like, after the Polly stuff is gone. She had to have been hacked or something. I don't know. I think she might be dumb. I think it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to give her the benefit of the doubt that she was hacked. Or, like, she... it was Maybe it was another one of her pranks. <laughs> Her All these pranks. sexually transmitted fucking James pranks. Gross. Get me out of here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I saw that she re- she tweeted that she was happy that Morgan won, and I liked that because I was happy that Morgan won. So what? What is it? Which is it, Morgan? Do you like misogynistic, evil dictators, a la Trump and Jason, or do you like the blonde feminist? wonderful people <laughs> like Morgan and Hillary. Honestly, she's undecided. She's seen a lot of information and she's still undecided for some reason. Well, she just wants to change. 
She just okay. wants to drain the swamp. I don't know why. Yeah, okay. Drain the swamp by putting in more <laughs> Goldman Sachs execs. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so that kind of wraps up another season of Hey Julie, as well as a season of it does. Big Brother. I don't know exactly what's going to go on. We'd like to keep podcasting. We got some suggestions. People said they'd love to hear us do Survivor. Survivor is just wrapping it's up. It's over. Yeah, yeah. Did it end or is there a couple weeks left? I think there are a couple weeks left, but I think it's too late in the season for us to get involved. Yeah, I haven't seen a second of it. Um, is the if, there, if there's a new season of Survivor? Yeah, maybe we'll do a, a season of Survivor like uh, in the well, off season. Is there a bachelor another- or bachelorette? happening that was the other suggestion on twitter um trey suggested that we do that he would love to hear our take on the bachelor honestly i'm more of a bachelor in paradise sort of guy (laughs) because that show is ridiculous Uh, it is ridiculous um but there is a new season starting in january oh so maybe we'll maybe we'll do a little bachelor Pod. Also, Danielle, you and I were just talking about maybe just like coming on talking about some movies that we like or something like mm-hmm. that. This is the hey. season for great movies. I'd hey, highly Julie. recommend Arrival. Um, that's a good one. And I highly recommend uh, Almost Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it was very fun. <laughs> I saw Sully. That movie is trash. Wow. I'm offended by that movie. That movie needlessly and recklessly plays with such nine with nine eleven imagery, and it is undeserved and it is offensive. As a New Yorker, as an American, as a New Yorker, <laughs> as a boogie down Bronx, boogie New down Bronx. <laughs> wow, harsh words, Mister Clint Eastwood. We hope you're listening. Oh, I hope Clint Eastwood is listening. <laughs> Put it down. Well, Put the camera down, old man. No, I loved American Sniper. I hated American Sniper too. You're wrong. He hasn't made a good one since Grand Torino. Grand Torino. <laughs> American Sniper was the tit. Not only oh, he is such a hack. There's a there's a scene in Sully where I hate when movies take place or TV shows take place in New York and the character like runs through Times Square. No one goes to Times Square. No yeah. one other than Russian tourists. Yeah. No one goes to You're Times right. Square. Sully's going for a little midnight jog through an empty Times Square. No, he's not. And in Times Square, maybe the timing works out with the when the Sully thing happened. There's a giant poster for Gran Torino. <laughs> they had to put I think that that's in. Great. That's great. I think that's hilarious. This is not a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> I think that's great. I think good for Clint for you so know self promotional queen. <laughs> All right. Well, that's just a little taste of what our podcast could become, <laughs> um, guys. Big Brother over the top. Tore us apart as a fan base. I made enemies online. (laughs) Been blocked by so many people. (laughs) Accidentally. Every day. And uh, yet, I don't regret a moment of it. No. Because in the end, good prevailed. And what better? A hero beat a villain. Like, what more do you want from a story? Nothing. Nothing. So, 
I just want to say thank you guys for listening, for arguing with me on Twitter, for subscribing, rating, and sharing with your friends. We so appreciate it. It would have been so much less fun if we didn't have people to talk about this season with. Yeah, it was fun. So, you know, you can still hit us up on Twitter. Um, I guess I guess the Hey Julie Twitter might be, like, a little slow. But uh, I'm Brett Raider. You're Danny Mop. You can, you can see the links to it on our Twitter if you don't know how to spell it. That's fine. Just go to yeah. Julie BB and there are links to our Twitters. But, uh, yeah. It's been fun. We're on Twitter. Just joking around. And Brett, thank you for thank being you, a great Danielle. podcast host. I love it. I'm, I'm happy with it. I love it. I am too. And for the last time for a little bit, bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.